You're listening to the Fun Employment Radio Network. I am so excited, but I'm also so nervous and <laughs> un- un- completely unprepared. If it were to happen today, it would be an epic failure. No, well, you, you have... You have some time. There's some time. You have some there's time. There's some time to work it out. There I'm is something. Do it. There's a lot that could happen between now oh, and then. Oh man, I gotta. I, I I don't even know what to is do. Is it gonna I'm be Operation kind of Operation Hotfall? Operation Hotfall for <laughs> sure. Uh, yeah, because if uh, my shirt ends up coming off, it's uh, going to have to be in shape. We'll have to explain that. Wow, that's Hello, everyone. weird. <laughs> this is Fun Employment Radio. I am Greg Nibbler here with Sarah X. Dillon. Thank you so much for tuning in today, wherever and however you listen. It is so fantastic that you do so. We greatly, greatly appreciate it. Of course, we are live here five days a week out of Portland, Oregon, on the Fun Employment Radio Network, full of amazing programming, and uh, then available via podcast afterwards all over the internets, wherever podcasts. No, you said you were going to mix it up and say cyberwebs. Ah. <sighs> All over the cyberwebs, yes. wherever podcasts can be found. Uh, so we've, uh, we, yes, thank you very much for tuning in. I will admit it is Friday here. It is September 12th in Portland, Oregon, where we'll, where we are doing this show live. And I'm kind of excited. I'm a little bit giddy. Greg's totally twitchy right now. I'm totally twitchy. Mm-hmm. I'm, I'm trying to maintain my composure here. Okay, I'm a radio host. Was it from last night or is it because of last night or is it's it because so of so many uh, exciting things? So many exciting There's been things. a lot of exciting news. It's uh-huh. good. It's nice to have good news. It sure is. And, uh, we've, we've got a few things to talk about here today, but one of them, has to do with this. Now, all week we've been promising a big announcement today uh, regarding the Fun Employment Radio five-year anniversary Whenever you party. say regarding, all I hear it in is your Chester Huntington the third Regarding voice. the five-year anniversary party. the five-year anniversary. Well, this has to do with uh, the five-year anniversary party of Fun Employment Radio. Yes, we've been on the air for five years coming up in November. Holy fuck. And November 14th is our listener party. It's ta- taking place at Bossa Nova Ballroom here in Portland, Oregon. Please get your tickets, funemploymentradio.com. There's a big banner right there that'll take you directly to where you buy the tickets. Just click, and click then they're done. That. The tickets are only 10 bucks, which I'm telling you, it's a bargain for 10 bucks. And we would really appreciate it. If you've listened to this show at all over the last five years, if you're listening right now, clearly you are, this is something we would really like to see you guys out at. It's 10 bucks. Come there, hang out, have a good time. We've got a lot of things lined up for you, and the the uh, Bossa Nova Ballroom is a fantastic place. It's the biggest venue we've ever booked for this show. Yes, and it's uh, it's going to be so much fun. And we want you to get your tickets now. So funemploymentradio.com. Pause the show, take a break, go get your tickets. Click on the banner right there at the front of the page, and when you go there, or open in another window. All you have to do is like side click, and then you can be there, and you can still be listening. You can do it while you're listening. You can do any. You can do anything you set your mind to. That's true. The power of the internet, sir. Mm-hmm. But if you do so, let us tell you about this first. So we've got a lot of things planned, and we're going to be revealing them slowly as we go. It's a slow reveal. We're pulling slow back the reveal. trench coat. <laughs> slow reveal. That's why you want to get your tickets now. Because there's something that's going to be happening on November 14th, Friday, November 14th, at the Fun Employment Radio five-year anniversary party at the Bossa Nova Ballroom. And Sarah, should I just go ahead and play this right now? I think that you worked hard on it, and I really think that this needs to be uh, put out to other people's ears. This is the announcement we've been waiting to make. Wait, we've got to do like a drum roll. Oh, I think there's plenty of drum rolls in this. There sure are. All right, here we go. I'm just going to play this. Okay. Ladies and gentlemen, at the Fun Employment Radio five-year anniversary party on Friday, November 14th, prepare to have your braids melted and your loins soiled. 
because this date shall be the return of Courage! Super mega fucking neo butt rock all stars are reuniting for one night only. Get your tickets now to see the greatest show in the history of the universe. November 14th. Go to FunEmploymentRadio.com. Click on the banner that's right at the top. That's it. The forest of despair. your tickets now to see Courage <laughs> November 14th at the Bossa Nova Ballroom Pussy Bands beware Oh yeah tickets Greg, yes, indeed. <laughs> so now what, what I figured out is we can't make any kind of announcement without Greg putting lasers into it. It's all Well, no, there were no lasers in that one. It was just screaming throngs of, of screaming ladies. Screaming women. Screaming women. They may have been screaming for the Beatles, but I figured they'd be screaming for Courage, too. Oh, sure. Yes, Courage will be reuniting and performing at the Fun Employment Radio listener party on November 14th. To explain Courage, if you're unaware, it is, one, the greatest band in the history of all time, and two, uh, it is the band that I'm a part of. So... We are. Uh, I, I, we reference ourselves as neo butt rock all stars. So if what is ever, what is neo butt rock? Okay, if you've ever seen Spinal Tap, sure, then you will understand what it is that we do. So Spinal Tap, of course, you know the, it's it's a rock band, but it's a parody of a rock band. It's all original music. That's kind of how Courage is, and we we have costumes. It's all original songs. We released three albums back in the early two thousands and toured, and then since then kind of went on hiatus, and then have re, re, uh, reunite once every. I don't know, two to three years. Yeah, so it's been, this will be over two years. Over two years. and So this is not a, an a, a opportunity that you get a lot. I mean, people are yeah. flying in. The other members of Courage live in different, completely separate, different parts of the country. Our drummer, Stone, who in Courage, his name is Murky Bongwater. He lives in Virginia. Gavin, who is the guitarist and also sings, he is in uh, Alaska, but his, his name is Billy Bob Courage. Of course, the, name, the band is named after Billy Bob Courage. And then myself, uh, I, am, uh, I am the singer and bass player, and my name in the band is Russell Spanker III, and oh, I, I live here in Portland. So we're, they're flying in for this. We will be performing, in, and I, it sounds like I'm like tooting my own horn when let I say me it's just, a good then show. Let me say yeah, it. Let me say it. it. All right. Courage is... I hadn't actually... I had heard of Courage before I met Greg. I in no way thought that... Knew that Greg was in the band. Not all. I had heard about this. I have friends who are actually super fans of Courage, like our friend Carrie, mm-hmm. who I didn't know like what this band was, but I didn't realize how many people fucking love this band until I saw Courage for the first time. Now I know every single one of their songs, and it is single-handedly... One of the greatest shows I've ever been to. And I've seen them, I think, I've, wow. I've seen you guys like two two or three times now? Uh, probably twice. Yeah, probably yeah. twice. It is the most fun, the most like unintimidating, like spastic full force. Like you can do whatever the fuck you want and enjoy yourself and mm-hmm. just be there with this ridiculousness and have just the greatest time ever. It's so much fun. And like a lot of people dress up like trashy, you know, like rock fans. Right. A lot of people, I mean, people get dressed up for it or you don't have to. I mean, I didn't, I didn't, you can, whatever you want. Right. Sometimes, I mean, back in the day when we were playing regularly, like it was a big event where people would come dressed up in 80s gear, which was fun because girls would be scantily clad. But uh, it's, it, the whole point of Courage, like Gavin Stone and I have been playing together for years, 
and we had like a serious band that we were in called Distracted, and and we put out an album with that, and then in practice one day, and this was a long time ago. Now I'm realizing, I'm realizing the official time that we actually did break up the band and stop touring and doing all that will be almost ten years uh, when this party happens. Wow, that's how long. That's how long. So before that, we had. We had, we had toured and, and we had this serious band and in practice we started coming up with these just like joke butt rock songs like Mullets in Love and we were like, damn, this is fun to play. This is this is awesome. And so finally one day we were like, well, we should just try to make a band of this and see if it works. So we had our serious band open up for Courage. <laughs> so we played as the serious band, another band played, and then we went and changed into all of our butt rock gear and came back out as Courage and played that and it was uh, we were having so much fun at it that I I think everybody else couldn't help but have fun, mm. and it just kind of turned into this thing. We're like, fuck the other band. This is it. This yeah. is what we're doing. This, this is, is it. Way more fun. And so we wrote all these things. And Gavin and Stone are musical geniuses, and I don't say that lightly. They they are absolute musical geniuses. And so it the music is actually really good. And then I I come up with the words and you know do do my thing in, on the stage and. I'm I'm the front man jackass, so it's but it's fun. That is exa- that's what you are in life too, <laughs> front man jackass. But it's it's a lot of fun, and that's why I'm. These guys are flying from across the country, you know, to do this and to perform for you guys. So tickets are ten bucks. Funemploymentradio.com. Click on that link right there. It's gonna. This is just one of many things that are going to be happening that night. Mm. But I am so excited. Oh, it I, is so much. fun. I just have to tell you, you have not. I mean, if you consider yourself at all a fan of this show, you have not. Or music in general. You have not lived until you are surrounded by a few hundred people all singing motherfucking Forest of Despair at the top <laughs> of their lungs. It was one of the greatest rock moments I have ever been a part of. Every single person in the room. I remember when you guys played uh, two years ago when it was still Plan B. Every single person was singing along with all the lyrics to Forest of Despair because I think that was what you guys closed with. It yeah. was the greatest thing ever. It was so great. It's uh, that that's awesome, and that's that's all we want. It's just having a good time. It's like like the uh, one of the drummers, Beer, boobs, and drummer, bitches, or the uh, the keyboardist in uh, Spinal Tap towards the end. He's like, I like to have a good time all the time. That's that's what courage is. It's just having fun, straight up fun. Whether you're a fan of rock music or not, it's a it's a fun time. Yeah, because even if you're not a fan of rock music, you will be a fan of courage. Yeah, yeah. I it's mean, just entertainment. The you songs are about I'm, porn and fire. About I mean, porn and fire, and it's just downright entertaining. It's a show. It's not just you're seeing like mm-hmm. some sad guy with a beard sitting on a stool singing about his like ex wife or something. It's like it's, <laughs> no. an, it's like active and fun and well, silly as fuck. It is great. Like Fun Employment Radio is to uh, to like you know other some other podcasts that are serious you know obviously our thing here on here is just have fun for an hour make fun of yourself forget about your problems that's how courage is with music mm. that's a, that's the same kind of attitude we take towards that like nothing serious just have a good time and just be re- fucking ridiculous for for a little while and uh and uh rock out yeah so um, it's. It, I'm very, very excited. Wow! I'm very excited. So we haven't played said, together in two let's years. Let's flash back to when Greg was talking at the beginning of the show how he's going to be taking his shirt off. That's sometimes what happens at courage shows. But it's it's not. It's it's it organic. Is oh, don't it, say no, it. it is douchey. Yeah. Oh, it's totally douchey. But it no, just, I'm not saying it's. No, I said going back to what you were talking about the beginning yeah. of the show, taking your shirt off. Right. Yeah. I gotta get. In, I gotta get in rock shape. Yeah. I wasn't saying douchey. That was you saying douchey. Oh no, it is. But it goes. It fits with it exactly with what it. we're doing. Yeah. Mm-hmm. And uh, but yeah, I gotta. I gotta get myself into some some rock shape because these concerts. It's like running. It's. I would. I would say it's about like running a 15k. It takes that much energy 
out of me to do these things, and I'm not in shape for it right now. Yeah, it's it's a lot of energy. So I'll be uh, I'll be working on that. Operation Hot Fall. Yep, Operation mm-hmm. Hot Fall. <laughs> Operation Hot Fall will indeed be going on. Uh, so it is. Uh, it's 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 very exciting. So yep, I really uh, want Cam you guys to point out. out you need to start working on that facial hair now. No more acting that requires clean shave. Yeah, you yeah, have that's to have the issue. facial hair. That's going to be an issue. That's going to be an in, in, in issue. Well, we'll see what I can do. We'll see what I can do about that. Because, yeah, I do need facial hair for it. I have to have the most ridiculous beard or mustache combination thing known to man. Yeah, I really like the one that you did last time. Yeah. Yeah. So there you Yours go. Headlining. Yep. Our five-year anniversary party at Bossa Nova Ballroom at 722 East Burnside on Friday, November 14th, 2014, will be Courage. Courage. Wow, I'm excited. Like, I mean, I know you in life, but I mean, like, I am actually a fan of your band. So it's funny. I kind of separate you from that. It's a different persona. It's not me. It's not you. It's not me. It's not you at all. I'm like, I'm a fan of Courage, even though you're the singer. Like, you're not the singer. Mm -hmm. Russell Spanker the (laughs) third is the singer. (laughs) Yep. Yep. And that is true. Uh, And let's see. We have a Facebook page. You can check out some of the stuff there. I think it's just Courage Music, Facebook.com. Obviously, I haven't used it in like over a couple of years. And there's a website with the music, too. I'll get that cleaned up. And so on Monday, we'll, we'll post that up where you can download all the stuff for free. Mm. Well, I mean, all, we'll, we'll just put all of our albums up for free. So, Oh, my goodness. Yeah. Wow, yeah, great. It's yeah. been an exciting couple days. It is. So we've been working toward that. We just uh, we wanted to make sure everything's solidified, and uh, we felt comfortable now making the announcement today. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Also, last night was a pretty exciting night. It is. In the lives of us, in our in our crazy, wild lives. In the way that lives. is exciting news for us, probably <laughs> not for a lot of other people. Um, yeah, so this is another event, just to talk about this. So yesterday, of course, we were talking to Nick from Landmark, and it was our Cornhole League Finals last night. Yes, it cannot get more Portland than that. And we had um, we had the finals. So it was the finals that were happening last night. And we'll talk about the tournament on Sunday here in just a minute, but the finals were last night. And it's a pretty competitive league. Like, most people there are very cool, but some people get very upset when they lose. And if you well, listen to Well, and everyone this, was serious yesterday. There yeah, was not one person. the real deal. You there spent not, all summer making it to this. There was not one person who was not taking it seriously yesterday. Mm-hmm. I mean, I'm trying to be like, I was trying to talk myself out of it. Just like, Sarah, get your shit together. It's yeah. a fucking beanbag. And you're, you're throwing it at a wooden board. Like, it's not that big of a deal. No, but you get so serious about uh-huh. it. That's, uh, that's the thing. I mean, and I was too. I was getting really serious. So let me explain some of the stuff that I was doing. And I think this technique worked. It was obnoxious as you, hell, it but was it worked. So obnoxious, it worked. It was distracting okay. to me. All right, let and me I s- was on your team. All right, let me say this: Cor- uh, cornhole. Look up cornhole if you if you don't know what that is. I mean, be careful where you're looking it up. I guess it's the beanbag toss game. And um, two of the if you listen to this network, of course, you know Geek in the City, Geek in the City Radio, Geek in the City and two of their. Fine members happen to be two of our uh, very good friends, Scott Daly and Keelan King. Also two of our biggest opponents. Biggest opponents Mm -hmm. in Cornell. They are also part of the league, and we combat them quite often. And uh, I wonder if we we all just do this for Nick's amusement. He just likes to put, like, maybe we weren't even supposed to play each other, but he just likes to, like, because we're his little play things. Nick from the Landmark that we had on yesterday. The organizer of the league. The organizer of the Cornhole League. uh, Because... There's no way like that we had to end up playing against them. I well, think they he played just, into it. Yeah, but I think that he worked it so that he knew that we were all good friends and we would have to play each other. Well, then he's smart. He is. Yeah. No, I'm saying he's he's pretty. He knows what he's doing. So we met in uh, the first, well, second round of the uh, of the playoffs last night, where we were playing each other, and it was a best two out of three game. Uh, so we kind of rotate our members. It was me, Sarah, and Tristan Mayer, and. Uh, 
Sarah and Tristan played first, and I believe you guys lost to Scott and Keelan. Yeah. Or no, we, you won. We you won. won the first one. You won the first one. The second one is the one we lost. Yeah, we and lost. That was the, myself so it was best and two out of three. Yeah, and myself and Tristan, we lost uh, at the very last second against them. But I started doing this thing. So I was playing against Scott Daly on my side of the board, and I came up with a new technique to be the most obnoxious person on earth just to get into Scott's head, and I think it worked. So I was taking the beanbag and going... Oh my Okay, that's enough. I, and I was still want to punch you. Over oh, and over and over God. and over and over. And the thing is, he never mentioned it, but I could tell it was getting to him. Yeah, you know what? He it was started- getting to me too because at one point I'm like standing across from Greg. I'm like, Greg, what are you doing? He's like, do not make fun of my technique, Sarah. <laughs> I did not say that. You gave me the look. I gave you the look of I'm doing something here. I'm working something. And it was working. You could tell by the fact that he kept screwing up. He he kept messing up. That's what, what was happening. I was in the middle of working Scott. So, so I did that and Scott totally messed up and we ended up, uh, we ended up winning. It was still a really close game. Sarah got the winning, the winning, uh, cornhole and, um, and then, uh, Scott and Keelan promptly walked off and were very upset and cause we kicked them out of the tournament. Well, I did want to we let them, them know. Out. I did want to. Uh, I did have a little something I wanted to play for them. For um, you know, for being such hardworking, like good competitors. I mean, we ended up. All right, this is specific for Scott and Keelan. Specific for Scott and Keelan. Mm-hmm. Just wanted to uh, play this for them, you guys, buddies. This goes out to you. They got served. Oh, they yeah. got served. They got served. They Second helping to be a serve. Similar in everything. Third time. Time for dessert. In serving. Just wanted to play that for you guys. There you go. There you go. So, uh, yeah, Scott and Keelan, you got served. I didn't even want to walk up. So they recorded that video when they beat Tristan and I a, a couple of weeks ago and decided to get Scott and, and Keelan recorded that thing and then posted it <laughs> everywhere and has been obsessed with it and rubbing it in our faces. Yes. Of note. After we beat them and kicked them out of the cornhole tournament last night, where they could not play anymore because they were done for the night, I did not walk up and say you got surf. I stayed away from them. No, I let them, you stay away from them. I let them. Well, they didn't do. They didn't give us that courtesy when they beat us. So I'm just saying, I didn't say it last night, but I just said it now. So there we go. That's what happened, and it was awesome. So uh, you guys, though, uh, this Sunday will be the Fun Employment Radio Cornhole Tournament sponsored by Metro PCS. Which actually I think Keelan did make it into the competition so you can actually see Scott and Keelan play. Yes. On Sunday. Yeah, they're, they're on a team yeah. that will be in the tournament. And they will... Uh, they, Which they're very good. Yeah, they are. They are good. And so they will be there performing, uh, play, <laughs> performing, playing on Sunday. So come out to the Landmark Saloon. It's at 4847 Southeast Division Street and that's this Sunday. I know it sounds like we're talking about all these events but that's really exciting stuff. We're really, really excited. Well, we haven't had an event in a while. And... Sarah and I won't be playing. We're just going to be hanging out. Metro PCS is going to have like prizes they're giving away. We just got a picture of the trophies for the tournament. Holy shit, the trophies are awesome. It is awesome. They were the most ridiculous looking thing I've, and that's I've ever seen. Courtesy are- of Annie at Metro PCS. They're, they're a fine supporter of Fun Employment Radio, and we appreciate them a lot. So metropcs.com slash metro. If you're unfamiliar, I've, I... Some people were talking about it last night. They're like, well, what's Metro? Metro is a, uh, well, it's a phone service. Mm. It's a phone company. And they are powered by the by the T-Mobile network. So they, they hop on the T-Mobile network. Mm. So, they, they piggyback so the piggyback on it. Yeah, they piggyback on it. So the coverage is really good. It's a really good rate. It's $40 for unlimited everything. Just bam, there it is. 
$40 unlimited internet, it. phone, text, all of that stuff. And you can't go over it. So, I mean, basically, since you're play- paying it's a unlimited. monthly fee, it's unlimited. And it's not like, you know, from another company where it's like, you've used 95% of your, you know, of your memory. And if you go over, it's going to be like $100 an hour, you know? Like, it's none of that stuff. Right. Yes, Which is yes. actually, that might be an accurate, actually, number of how much it costs when you go over. What? I'm confused by what you just like said. Like $100 after I'm, you, like, I'm start to go over your plan. With like a different can, company? Yeah, with a different company. I'm oh, saying you okay. don't have to deal with that. Yes. Going over a plan. Gotcha. It made sense to everybody but you, Greg. I'm sure. I'm sure. $40 flat rate. MetroPCS.com slash Metro. And uh, so they're putting on the tournament. But if you're not participating in the tournament, which you probably already know if you made it in, um, come out and hang out. Because Sarah and I are just going to be hanging out, having a beer, watching some NFL football if that's on too. Actually, if you want to bring, if, you, if you're like, hey, I have a kid who's well beyond. I mean, honestly, I mean, a lot of people don't do it, but you can bring a kid. You can bring dogs too. It's you can dog bring, friendly. Yeah. yeah, you can bring dogs. They're dog friendly. Uh, yep. You can bring kids until like I think eight o'clock. Cause, I mean, if you can't get away from your kids, we want to like stop by. Yeah. Then I mean, yeah, there'll be drinking and smoking going on, but yeah, you can feel free to stop by with any of your little creatures, be them human or dog. There you go. Mm-hmm. Awesome. So that's a 4847 Southeast Division. Yes. I'm making special shirts for us. I'm not going to say what they are, but just so you know, what? I'm making you a present for Sunday. You're making me a present. I'm making a special um, what shirts kind of to shirt wear. What shirt is this? Don't worry about it. You know I'm, I'm good at this stuff. Yeah. Sometimes. What kind of shirt am I going to have to wear? It's going to be a shirt. Am I going to like this shirt? <laughs> I don't gen- generally funny. like to wear things that I don't have some kind of say in. Well, Greg, you're just going to make us shirts. You need to take your present. When we did our, um, since we're saying all the events all the time, when we did our um, run employment radio, yeah, run employment 15k, I made the shirts then. Yeah, you liked it. Yeah, that was a good shirt. Mm-hmm. Okay, I'm making a special cornhole shorts. Okay, to wear on Sunday. All right. Well, we'll we'll see. Okay, we'll see what's going to happen there. Um, Keelan's already saying I'm going to have to be damn near drunk before this tournament. Otherwise, I'm going to get aggro. <laughs> that, there is money on the line. In there the is actual cold, hard motherfucking Six, cash on the line. $600 in cash on the line in the tournament. 300 for first, 200 for second, 100 for third. And trophies. And seriously, the trophies are fucking awesome. So come out just to see everything. It's, it's going to be a spectacle. It's going to be fun. To see the shirt that I'm making for Greg, too. And that's this Sunday. At Landmark Saloon. All right. I think we've pitched everything that we can pitch right now. Oh, that's about it. Um, Greg, it's Friday. It is Friday indeed. Friday here in Fun Employment Radio land in Portland. Oh, God. Can I tell you? So it is Friday, but of course that means it's a weekend in September, which means that's when all of the um, like festivals are happening. Okay. And so in the area of town I live in, I'm just pre- I'm mentally preparing this weekend because I live in an area of town where um, it's basically I live near like Belmont and Hawthorne. And it's like a big southeast street fair this weekend. Okay. So I'm mentally bracing myself for having because usually like a band will set up in front of my apartment at like seven o'clock in the morning. They'll start playing at seven o'clock they in the morning. They will start fucking playing at seven o'clock in the morning. Wow. And I run down there in a white blind rage, like trying to say something, and you realize it's just covered with, with people, and there's no way that I could do anything about it. Oh. So what are you going to do? I mean, so they just start playing music at 7 a.m. Yeah, I think you I'm going to try and find a friend's house. Do you wear like a robe when you walk out there? I picture you in a robe. I do have a robe. Yeah. I never wear it, though. Yeah, I picture you in a robe, maybe even with curlers. Let me say something about Sarah that I've noticed lately. I'm getting a look from her right now. She's getting angry. Let me just peel back the curtain. I think I've, I've been, I've been noticing something about Sarah, and I don't, I'm afraid to bring this up, but I, I think that I may need to. Of course, you're getting into your almost 34th year, 35th year. I am 30. How old am I? I'm 33. I'm 33. I'm going to be 34 in so less you're than be a going month. Into your 35th year, 
And Sarah has been... Uh, what? When, I've been here behind what? the scenes uh, at the station, or at, at Fun Employment Radio, Sarah will, in the other room, put on an oldies station. I love my oldies. Sarah does like her oldies radio. And... I noticed today that she was doing this little chair dance. What the hell are you talking about? I wasn't doing it. What? You were doing your little chair dance and you were moving like your thumbs and like, yeah, singing along to the music. It was like Billy Joel or something like that. Oh, Billy Joel's amazing. On top of that, you've also been complaining about the heat and the cold. Like it's either too hot or it's too cold in the I studio. I haven't complained about anything today. It's, it's perfectly pleasant in the studio. Generally, you do though it's either too hot or too cold and she's giving me a look right now i'm doing this for your benefit i'm just saying i'm just pointing something out i'm pointing something out and 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 it's not a bad thing it's not a bad thing it's just an observation that i've made about you over the last you know it's kind of all came together today it all clicked you are the kooky front desk lady at an office what you you kind of are I the kooky front the desk kooky lady? Front desk lady at the, the office. Like, what are you talking about? Like you walk into an office setting and there's like cubicles that's and stuff, like my and then there's nightmare. that really personable like person at the front desk, like the one who wears like kooky. the clip on like purple hair, and she's like, oh look at how edgy I am today. Yep. And then at Christmas, God damn you, Greg, has, that's like, like the flashing, meanest thing. Uh, always has like flashing stuff and likes cards all set up, and then no, very good at your job and very friendly and very people love. Love talking to you, and you're always like, "Well, yeah, Sarah's always in a good mood. She's she's always up there." And then you're doing your little dances, and um, you're 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 cookie front desk lady. You're kind of Fun Employment Radio's cookie front desk lady. She's there's like blinding rage being directed at me. right I'm now. I'm looking at you at the way that I'm going to look at the people who start playing their music at 7 a.m. tomorrow. It's not a good look. If you're in a band near where Sarah's, a- I think that there are people who are born to play the role of the of the kooky front desk. Yeah, I am and that's not. Good. What the ones you're that fine. like talk about their cats a lot and wear like like puffball earrings and they're just like, oh, do you have a case of the Mondays? I sure do. Blah. Say, uh, corporate accounts payable, Mimi speaking. Corporate accounts payable, Mimi speaking. Just a moment. Yep, that's you. Yep, you're you're the kooky front desk lady. Yeah, I think that might be. I think that might be who you are. You know what I think you are? I think you're the human version of a little fucking troll is what I think. Wow. Wow. That just got, that just went straight to anger. Also, not unlike a cookie front desk lady if she were to be upset. If someone made fun of her cats. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> There's always like happy and kooky and having a good time and really personable. See, already just being pointed out. Nothing just, wrong with cookie front desk lady. No, nothing wrong at all. bitchy, snooty front desk lady. Absolutely. I'm, I totally agree. I'm not saying, that's why I said it's not a bad thing, but it is much like cookie front desk lady. You cut Stop one layer. Stop calling me cookie front desk lady. One layer just below the... The skin is just blinding rage waiting to come out that's just slightly stuffed down and hidden by the Am I the one that has like uh, one too many glasses of uh, the special punch at the Christmas party? Yep. And kind of starts to get a little a little angry? Yep. Gets pissed off about something that's happened. Because she's not being she's being she's being underappreciated. Underappreciated and maybe overutilized and underappreciated. Holding on to like there was one day where the printer was out of paper and Fucking Bob from accounting will never put the paper back in the printer, but you but you bury it. You never say anything. Never say anything. And then at the Christmas party, you have some punch, and it boils over into this gigantic rage over Bob not putting the printer paper in the printer, and then just goes off because you've been suppressing it for for months, months if not years. And then finally, you snap, and just this this unrelenting rage explodes over over everybody. It's like you want me to hit you. <laughs> 
I'm not saying it's a bad thing. I'm not saying it's a bad thing. I was just, it was just an observation. <laughs> Edward's saying they could also be too touchy feely. <laughs> <laughs> no, I mean I've worked in offices with the with the actual and and the cookie front desk lady is usually an awesome person. Um, yeah, it's much better as it was noted in the chat than the bitchy snooty lady for sure. Yeah, sometimes a little bit too touchy, a little bit of a back rub. Maybe mm-hmm. the back rub a little bit too low on the back. <laughs> I'm not saying this is you on that part. I've but. never known anybody, like a cookie front desk lady, to be too touchy. Yeah. I've known other employees, like male employees, oh, yeah, that I'm have been sure. like come up and like give you like a shoulder rub. Like, That's creepy. How are things going, Sarah? I'm like, don't fucking touch me. What are you doing? Yeah, there yeah. was a, I had a theater professor in, um, in college at Oregon State, and he was, I, I had to, I don't know, for some reason, I was taking like a theater class. It's like history of theater, I think. But this guy would do that. He was he was he would walk around and behind me and he'd always come in for the deep shoulder rub that I did not ask for or really want. I'm just like Greg. <laughs> Nobody ever asks for the deep shoulder rub. Greg, how's it going? How are you studying? You know what? You should come by my office sometime. Come by my office. And he would always want me to come by his office. Just me, so we could talk. And I'm like, dude, this is just an elective that I'm taking. I'm not a theater major. I'm doing fine in the class. I was getting A's. No real need to come by and hang out with just you at your office. Not not interested. While you're deeply sh- rubbing my shoulders, it just it was it was no no. Stop saying deeply. It was though. I have to emphasize like it wasn't like an ordinary <gasps> shoulder rub. Yep, it's being pointed out. Uh, and they always say you're so tense. <laughs> yeah. Oh, I hate that. Oh, you're carrying a lot back here. <laughs> yeah. A lot of stress back here. Come by my office. Just come by my office. No. No. That would uh, that would that would not work. Um, ew, there's some. Uh, we have the live chat, of course, for live listeners at funemploymentradio.com slash live. And there's there's a uh, one gentleman. I won't say his name in case he doesn't want me to. But he said, I know a woman who was a front desk lady. You put alcohol in her hand, and her hand might slide down your pants. Oh, yeah. There's there's that one too. I've never known flirty. any like that. I mean, I've known. You're not that person. You're I've known the guy. bitchy ones. I definitely have known the bitchy, bitchy ones. I have known. I don't know the. Uh, yeah, I've known like the kooky front desk when they're always mm-hmm. like very, very nice people. Always, always very nice people. Blinding rage I am slightly not, underneath. I am not one of those people. I don't think I have a blinding rage more than I do just a blinding crazy that I'm constantly trying to suppress because I think everybody has their thing that they're always trying to suppress. This is how you think people go through like they're just yeah. You're you're rage. I'm crazy. I'm not rage. Yes, you are. You were the angriest. You have the anger below the surface. There's not anger. There's distaste, maybe, for things. But it's not rage. I don't want to, like, hit people. I'm just saying you'd like an excuse for it, though. No. They'd probably feel pretty good if they deserved it. No. Wouldn't it? No. I'm not really a violent guy. I don't know. I mean, yes, if it came down to it and I needed to defend myself or someone, sure, then, then I would. But, uh, no. No, not really, not really into getting in fights or anything like that. Um... Yeah. Well, anyway, good, good job were... at deflecting and turning it back onto me there. Now you feel like all uncomfortable. Mm-hmm. It's awesome. Mm-hmm. I do what I can, Greg. Right. That's just my repressed crazy speaking. No, my repressed. If I start drinking too much, then I get a. I might be the hugging guy. I think I am the hugging guy. Ooh. I hug a lot. Not in a bad. Not in a creepy way. I'm not like copping a feel. If you're calling yourself the hugging guy, that means you're doing a lot of hugging. I'm always happy. Why does he, Why does your happiness need to touch other people? I don't know. I'm the, I love you, bro. I'm that guy. I'm that guy. I know that. I realize it. 
Yeah. I'm I'm the I love you, bro. Dude, when I when I'm when I have, wow. when I have too much. Yeah. It's true. I admit it. I don't think that's a terrible thing to be. Like it's it's there's a lot worse things I could be. Right, I yeah, I might be. I've realized it afterwards. I thought about it, I'm like, oh yeah, I hugged I hugged a lot of people last night. Like, hey, that's your it's thing that you creepy, wake up with in the morning. You're just like, oh fuck, I hugged too many people. Right? Yeah, <laughs> yeah. I'm not. I'm not. And it's never in a creepy way, like not intended. Okay, anyway. if you keep saying it's not in a creepy way, like you've said that four well, now times, now I'm trying it to defend myself. Creepy. Now I'm trying to defend myself because now I'm analyzing it. I'm wondering if it, that is in fact what it looks like, and whether that people think that. Greg, I'd rather have you be the drunk creepy guy than the drunk angry. guy. I'm not creepy guy. Huggy guy. Huggy guy. I hug too much. I Sometimes too I just much. love too much. I just hug too much. Wow. I, I'm happy. I like being around my buddies. And like, I'm the I love you, bro guy. God damn it. Yeah, it's better. I mean, there's a lot worse things I could be. I'm not the fighter guy. That's for sure. Mm-mm. I'm not that guy. Okay. Well, I've realized something about myself. I'm not sure if I'm happy about that. How did that change from you being front desk lady to now I'm huggy guy? Because I'm good at what I do. <sighs> Something a front desk lady would say. Feels underappreciated. Oh wow, way to way to try and bring that back with the one two punch, Greg. It was pretty, it was it was good. That was so that was so solid. I'm I'm feeling really threatened by your It was good. By your wit. You wanna hug it out, bro? Yeah. Fuck off, everybody in the chat. There's the rage. I told you, yours is underlying. Yours isn't like underlying... Sa- like people have like underlying sadness, overlying a- underlying anger. People who are angry in life, but they have the underlying happiness. They're too afraid to be happy. I'm not yours hugging random the- people. It's people I know. Are you gonna Are you gonna withhold your hugs from the people that are making fun of you now? Yeah. Uh oh, guys, watch out! You don't get Greg hugs anymore. God damn it! I was just trying to admit everybody's got their. There are a couple people in the chat that you hugged last night. <laughs> and there's the rage. I can see the rage. Do you feel sad that you shared your hugs with them? <sighs> Greg, do you feel like your hugs were taken for granted? I feel like they were wasted? No, I've just learned a lot about myself and other people right now. Oh. There it is. It's bubbling to the surface a little bit. Hello, my friends. Greg, do you need a hug? I'll give no. you a hug. No. Creepy front desk lady. <laughs> Whatever creepy, drunk, huggy guy. <laughs> <laughs> Hello, my friends. My name is Sarah Still, and welcome to my world of crazy. Crazy. See, if you did this segment, Greg, yours would be called World of Angry. It's not... There's no anger. People are asking how you like to hug. Do you hug around the waist? No. Do you no. hug from behind? No, never. So you give secret behind hugs? No, absolutely not. First up, oh, I have a story. Actually, my first story is about a crazy lady who lives in Los Angeles. Uh, my first story, a woman who lives in Los Angeles is threatening to take the same approach with lazy dog owners who keep pooping in her yard. By pooping in theirs. 
Well, that's one way to handle the situation. Her name is Annie Priest. Uh, she's a street artist and muralist. Is so angry. Angry. Like you, Greg. At her neighbors who let their dogs poop in her front yard that she's posted a public warning to anyone who doesn't clean up after their pet. Now, the cardboard sign that she posted in her yard said that Annie Priest will personally follow you back to your home, wait until you get inside, pull down her pants, and take a huge dump on your doorstep. The sign posted at the corner of Wilshire and Sweetser Avenue has gotten a positive reaction from uh, the neighbors. Uh, the full text is as follows. Uh, to the person who let their dog poop on our lawn and doesn't clean it up, first of all, it's beyond rude. We live here and pay a lot of money to live here, and it's not a toilet. Secondly, if you can't pick up your dog's poop, you shouldn't have a dog. And lastly, we yeah. are watching you. The next time you let your dog poop on our lawn and don't pick it up, I'll f- personally follow you back to your home, wait till you get inside, pull down my pants, and take a huge jump on your doorstep. Love, Annie. I agree with her all the way until the end. Yeah, well, she's uh, now after she's posted that, she's like, oh, no, I won't really poop in your yard. Or on your doorstep. See, that's either going to work out really well for her where people will take the threat seriously or they're just going to they're gonna be like, all right, let's test this out. Mm-hmm. And they're going to all let their dogs poop in her yard. Sure. Be like, D- I dare you. I dare you. I fucking dare you. Yeah. Yeah. Well, there you go. So, Annie, uh, if you live in L.A. and you're letting your dog poop in her yard, she might poop on your doorstep. Okay. Uh, next up out of uh, Plattsburgh, New York. State police have arrested a 22-year-old New Yorker after he was found with was- marijuana. Is, is this a New York accent, or what kind of accent are we doing? That was just how it was said. New Yorker. State police have arrested a 22-year-old New Yorker after he was found with marijuana, cocaine, and LSD hidden inside of a stuffed animal Oh. that was resplendent in a D.A.R.E. t-shirt. Okay. He hid his drugs inside of a stuffed animal that was wearing a D.A.R.E. t-shirt. Wow. Greg, do you know what D.A.R.E. is? Yes, I do. I remember D.A.R.E. I never... I was... I'm still... Uh, Drug abuse re- resistance education. Yeah, I remember. Dare in- to keep off drugs. Dare to just say no. Dare to make this pledge to let your mind and body grow. See, in middle school, they asked a bunch of people to go down to the grade school and like talk to the younger kids about staying off of drugs. And I wasn't one of the ones that got asked. And that really bothered me. What, they wanted you to... They didn't ask me to do it. They asked some of my friends... To be like like the the reps from the cool kids from middle school to go down to the grade school and like talk to them about not doing drugs, like do it, it was part of the dare program. Wow! And I didn't get asked. You look that's because you look a little weasley. I didn't look weasley. It's a little dork, but I didn't look like a weasley drug guy. I don't know a lot of. I was drug one of the guys. smart kids. Well, maybe that's why. Maybe you weren't cool. Well, it was the no, cool I, people. No, that... I wasn't cool. Exactly. No, so if they were I was picking not the. Cool. They're picking the cool people. I'm not going to pretend. Are like you I really was. surprised? No, I was not one of the cool kids. Okay. That's that is true. Well, uh, troopers say that Gregory Bolognese. I know because they phonetically spelled it out. Okay, Bolognese. Okay, of Plattsburgh was arrested uh, in his hometown near the Canadian border. They said uh, Mr. Bolognese had two grams of pot, about a half a gram of cocaine, and LSD inside of a stuffed lion doll he was carrying, wearing a Dare shirt. Of course, Dare stands for Drug Abuse Resistance Education, a program that aims to educate young people about staying away from drugs, gangs, and violence. Uh, Bolognese was charged with criminal possession of a controlled substance and unlawful possession of marijuana. I like how he's like trying to. He's like, oh look, if I wear an anti, if I put an anti-drug T-shirt on this stuffed lion mm-hmm. that I, a 22-year-old man, am carrying around with me, right? Then that will totally. They will not think this lion is chock full of drugs. It just makes sense. It just totally makes sense. Put like a hemp with like a hemp sign with a cross or like a slash through it saying no hemp. 
Nobama sticker on it or something like that. <gasps> I saw my first Nobama sticker in a long time. Yeah. Today on my drive down, I was like looking. I'm like, is it? That would is be that a good cover, says? probably. Well, I'm always wary, like when I see people uh, in their cars. Like if someone, you know, has like a beer or two and drives, like I, I don't, whatever you do, what you want to. I mean, don't drink and drive. But anyway, like when people are like have their cars covered in like brewery and beer stickers. Yeah, I'm always like that. Almost yeah. seems like a red flag to me a little bit. It is. It is bad. Yeah. Yeah. Yeah, my other car is a bong, you know, or something like that. That's probably going to work out, too. Probably not something you should put on your car. I don't think I've ever seen my other car as a bong, <laughs> but him. now I kind of want that. <laughs> I, I don't smoke the marijuana, but years, I do want a sticker ago, that says my was, other car is a bong. There was a, uh, they used to have them in Corvallis. <laughs> my other car is a bong. <laughs> like, that is so dumb. That is so dumb to drive around with that. It was pretty funny, though. All right, this is my quick world. It's a short world of crazy, but I do have one more story, Greg, that I thought of you. I thought that maybe, you know, I know you have a video game addiction. That's why I don't play video games. Except you do. Okay, the only video you game I play. You can't say that anymore. No, I play. It doesn't matter. That's like the only drug that I do is crack. I don't do drugs, but the only <laughs> drug I do is crack. I play FIFA soccer, and it's only against my roommates. I don't play it on my own. That's like that. Okay, never mind. I almost made a really Only do it with other comparison. people. And you know, uh, and we we play a match. It's it's a twenty minute game, and that's it. That's all I allow myself. Maybe one or two, it's maybe three. But uh, yeah, that's the only that's the only thing I play. And then Batman on my computer. Well, that's still more than games. No, I can't allow myself to play anything more than that. Well, I do have one video game that you might want to play. <sighs> Well, I want to play all of them, so that's not too far of a stretch. Okay, well, here it is. Uh, Japanese video game developers have created... Of course, it's from Japan, so you know it's going to be kind of fucked up. So let me tell you this. No, I mean, not fucked up, but I mean, like, it's going to be different. It's going to be unique. It's going to be a different approach. Okay. I think you might like this one, Greg. All right. Now, Japanese uh, video game developers have created... A new virtual game that comes with... Fake breasts that you can touch. Wow. Now, Japanese developers have created a virtual girlfriend that you can fondle. <laughs> a controversial new uh, head-mounted display game includes a pair of uh, realistic fake breasts, which are designed to make the user feel as if they are playing with the boobies of a real woman. That is the saddest thing ever. Now, players can see an image of the virtual girl while grabbing hold of the model boobs, which is made from foam of a novelty mouse pad. Oh. As you squeeze the woman's breasts, she appears to squeal with excitement before covering her chest shyly and flirtily. Oh, gross. It's like you're molesting her. Yeah. It's like a molesty. It's a molesty thing, which is why it's controversial. Yeah. Of course, this bizarre video game has come out after the success of Japan's first virtual girlfriend designed for lonely men. Dude. Part of the reason I limit myself on how many video games I play so I don't because I am addicted is because I would like to touch actual real human breasts. That is that is my goal. That is why I I would stay away from too many. I like you have to say human breasts. Human breasts. Uh, it doesn't say that it, it says it's a game. However, it doesn't say what the game is. I believe you just fondle a pair of boobs made out of novelty mouse pads with a. So is it an actual girl on the screen pretending that? Or is it like a cartoon? Is it like anime shit? I think that it's a 
so I think that her head is on the screen, and then the fake boobs that you are, are underneath. Give them a honk. So you like attach them, and so like I think you talk to her head on the on the screen while you rub her breast. <laughs> so gross. That's no, no. Oh man! And so this person like buys this and just has that set up in their home. What if they actually do have a, like a girl that comes back to their house? Like somehow they get a girl over there and they see that. Trust me, it's not going to work out well for you. Well, this is going to pre. <laughs> so I, uh, there's going to be a big uh, Japanese video game festival that's happening this weekend. So uh, that's when it's going to premiere. So a whole bunch of people at a con. Oh, this is my. We'll be able to girlfriend. go and. Molest the same pair of mouse pad boobs. And this is how some of those kids, this is how they're going to learn about women. <laughs> so you're going you're gonna to see these kids with like two hands going forward like... Uh. Oh. Suman in the chat says, I think if you're playing the game, you've already lost. I agree. <laughs> I agree 100%. <sighs> there you have it, my friends. That is your world of crazy. <laughs> Wow. Uh, no. I'm going to say no. Oh, okay. Is that what you're going to say? Yes. Um, Let's do a little bit of ball talk. All right. How about that? Because I need to, I need to get out of this. All right. I'm Greg Nibbler. Let's talk balls. Balls. All right, it's a uh, potpourri of balls. It's a smattering, a little bit of this, a little bit of that. I do want to say this. So there's been... I'm not even going to talk about the Ray Rice with the NFL stuff. You guys can look that up and uh, and find out everything that's going on there. So this is something that's actually good that's happening in the NFL. And it comes from the Cincinnati Bengals, of all teams, where they've had, they've had a number of rests over the years. From, uh, for their players, but this is actually something cool that they're doing. So, uh, Devon, Devin Still, I think that's how you say his name. I'm not entirely sure. Anyway, he's a, uh, he's a player. He was trying to make the team before the season started. He ended up getting cut, and a lot of it was because he needed to spend a lot of time with his four-year-old daughter who was battling cancer. Oh, So he, didn't, he couldn't concentrate a lot on football. He's also, you know, maybe not quite good enough to make the team anyway. So the Bengals had to cut him, but... What they've done is they actually signed him to the practice squad, which allows him to maintain a salary and health benefits. And they said they're going to keep him on there on the practice squad as long as his daughter is going through the cancer battle. Oh, my god! On top of that, what they're doing is normally practice jerseys are not something practice squad players. You don't sell their jerseys. They have actually made a jersey for Devin Still which are an actual game jersey. Those things sell for $100, and all of the proceeds go to the Cincinnati Children's Hospital. And I guess it's outsold, uh, from what I read, outsold every actual player on the Bengals team. His jersey has outsold them. That is so awesome. It's a cool thing. It's a cool thing the Cincinnati Bengals are doing. I love it when people use their power for good. Yeah, that's why I wanted to give a good story out of the NFL opposed to all of the other shit that's going on, all the terrible stuff. This is something that's actually pretty cool that the Bengals are doing, and it helps out Devin Still. He said he actually made a statement saying that being on the practice squad is actually the best of both worlds. He gets to still play a little bit of football, but he gets the benefits, but doesn't have to be on the road with the actual team so he can stay and, and be there for his daughter. So, Aww. pretty cool. Devin that's Still. awesome. I think that's how you say his name. I'm not entirely sure, but anyway, regardless. All right, moving on to ball talk. Here is something coming from college football. 
And it has to do with the uh, Texas A&M team. Or as Sarah calls it, the stinky school. And she she calls it that because uh, in college... My creepy roommate when I lived in London. Oh, her name was Dallas. And she was from Dallas, Texas. And she never took a shower. And she smelled really bad. And she would wear all my clothes. And I hated her. And she went to Texas A&M. And she went to Texas A&M. I will forever associate her. I mean, that smell. You know how you smell things sometimes and you know you'll never forget it? Yeah. I just still remember how terrible, terrible she smelled. Wow. It was awful. Okay. Mm -hmm. Well, um... Texas A&M, of course, a lot of people would would know them more for right now, for one of their very very famous alumni, plays for the Cleveland Browns now, and that is Johnny Football. Johnny Football. Johnny Manziel. Well, Texas A&M's new quarterback, since uh, Johnny Manziel is now in the NFL, his name is Kenny Hill, and Kenny Hill apparently is playing very well. He uh, had a breakout performance against South Carolina. I guess he's pretty good, too. And so some people started calling him Kenny Football. Kenny Football. Uh-oh, I bet Johnny, Johnny Football had something to say about that. Actually, Johnny Football didn't. Kenny Football had something to say about that because he didn't like that nickname. He doesn't want to be Kenny Football. He wants to be called Kenny Trill. Stop it. Kenny Trill. This is what he wants to be called, so much so that his parents have already filed a patent for, for the trademark on the nickname Kenny Trill. Okay. That's Kenny Hill from Texas A&M. He had one good game, and now he's already a douche. Wants to be called Kenny Trill. So there you go. Can I call you Greg Trill? No. I hate the name Trill. I hate it a lot. That word is, is just a, it's a, it's a word that shouldn't be used. I just don't like that word. Moving on to ball talk. Got a couple of other things. This, I just wanted to play some audio from this. Um, it's it's from Cam Newton. So Cam Newton is the quarterback at uh, at the Carolina Panthers. Used to be a quarterback at Auburn University. All right. And Cam Newton made a, had a press conference. He kind of did a, a little bit like a Rasheed Wallace type of press conference or uh, interview. Okay. I, I won't even go into the Rasheed Wallace thing. Anyway, he, he constantly made fun of another player. So there's a player in the NFL who is actually from Portland, Oregon, by the name of Ndamukong Su. <gasps> Ndamukong Su, I remember him. Ndamukong Su. So he's from Portland. He's uh, one of a very big name in the NFL, plays for the Detroit Lions. And Cam Newton is getting ready to play the Detroit Lions. And he gave this press conference. I'm just going to play part of it, of how he addressed his upcoming game. And uh, my fellow Auburn teammate, Nick Fairley. Are you glad now that they held you out? I mean, do you feel better now because you've had a more, you know, another week to rest? Are you kind of glad that they held you out? My main focus is trying to focus on these Detroit Lions. Um, like I said, I'm not dwelling on the past. We had a great team win. And um, I got my hands full trying to get protected by Donkey Kong Sioux. And my fellow Auburn teammate, Nick Fairley. Talk about the uh, decision to run into the huddle during the timeout. My main focus is the Detroit Lions. Um, you know, I think I got my hands full with trying to stay protected with Donkey Kong Sioux and my fellow Auburn teammate, Nick Fairley. approached you or your representatives about a contract? No, sir. My main focus is the Detroit Lions. Uh, I think I got my hands full 
trying to stay protected from Donkey Kong Sue. And, what the uh, fuck, man? <laughs> Seriously? So that is what he did. For the, it's kind of a shit apple way to do it, but... Donkey Kong Sue? It was kind of funny. Wow. Donkey Kong Sue is what he called him over and over. Over and over the same answer. I found it kind of entertaining. All right, there we go. Moving on in ball talk. That was Cam Newton. Um, do you want to hear... Let me no. ask you if you want to hear this. No. It's not a song. It's not a song. I will say this. It's not a song. It is Mike Tyson going crazy angry on a Canadian talk show host. Is that something you would want to watch? He... Um, oh, no. Never mind. I cannot play that because it was removed by uh, CTV Globe Media. Uh-oh. All right. Well, I can't play the actual audio. I'll just tell you what happened. Um, Mike Tyson was doing an interview in Toronto because I think his uh, his play is going to be there. His uh, his one-man show, you know, Mike Tyson, Undisputed yeah, yeah. Truth, which I would love to go see that. Yeah, And he was having an interview with uh, this guy by the name of Nathan Downer, who's a Toronto news anchor. And he called... Tyson, a convicted sex offender. His question was, he was asking him about Rob Ford, of course, mayor of Toronto. Mm-hmm. And he's like, he wanted to know if Tyson, a convicted sex offender, had further damaged Ford's re-election campaign by associating with the mayor. So it, it, this is what he asked him straight up person to person, and Mike Tyson just went off. Oh, wow. Went off and called him a piece of shit, like live on the air, and uh, all these things. It was. I'm sure you can find the video somewhere. The video that I have pulled up is not there. Anyway... Mike Tyson, not very happy about that. All right, I'm going to look it up. It is true, but not very happy about that when you called him out on that. In the middle of, uh, in the middle of an interview. <laughs> in the middle of an interview. In the middle of an interview. Uh, let's see. Or maybe somebody does have the audio. All right, we'll see. If we can find the audio, we'll play some of it. If not, it's not that big a deal. Okay. Moving on to ball talk. Let's take a look at this. Uh, you know what? We'll go straight to this. All right. I need to make some predictions. Yes, you do. Because... It is college football season, and as we know, I make my predictions once a week. Three games. Sarah, would you like to pick the games that I uh, uh, pick? One of the games that I predict. Sure. Okay. Here, let me send you a link here. And this way, you can. All right. Pick one of those games. I'm going to pick uh, two. Can I pick Oregon? No. You did it last week. I did it one time, and that was because John and Boring threatened me in the chat. Never threaten me again, or I'll pick Oregon again. Because a lot of people think that I have a, an uncanny ability to be a cooler. I disagree with this. No, I will not make predictions on Oregon-based teams. I'll make them on Washington-based teams. Um, first up, this prediction will go to East Carolina versus number 17, Virginia Tech. Virginia Tech, surprisingly, doing very well starting off the season. Have something kind of going for themselves. They're ranked at number 17. Knocked off Ohio State. However, I don't believe Ohio State to be that good. I don't think it was that big of a stretch to beat Ohio State. I don't think Virginia Tech is as good as they claim to be. I think East Carolina will knock off number 17, Virginia Tech. Put that in the bag. There you go. Moving on. Wow. Okay. So there we go. The first one. East Carolina knocking off Virginia Tech. I also will make a prediction on number six, Georgia, playing number 24, South Carolina. SEC matchup. The South. They love their football down there. South Carolina, 1-1 one one right now. Started off the season with very high hopes. Georgia, a surprising 1-0. However, I think South Carolina, the Gamecocks, 
are going to knock off the Georgia Bull- Bulldogs. Another upset, Sarah. South Carolina knocking off the Georgia Bulldogs. Put that one in the bank as well. And the third one, Sarah, would you please give me one? I want you to do uh, Saturday's game of UCLA versus Texas. UCLA versus Texas. That is a g- that's a good one. That is a highly anticipated matchup. I mean, Texas is not what they used to be. UCLA, though, a lot of people are saying they're overranked. They're not as good as their number 12 ranking. They're going into Texas, trying to get a win. I believe UCLA will rise to the challenge and will be able to beat Texas in Texas. I think uh, they've had a rough couple of games to start off. I think they're better than those games. I think UCLA will beat Texas. There you go. UCLA winning. East Carolina beating Virginia Tech. And South Carolina knocking off Georgia. Those are your three predictions. That concludes this edition of Ball Talk. Uh Uh-oh, hopefully you didn't piss off any Texans. I probably did. You probably did. That's what you're good at. Hey, I'm uh, I'm pretty much correct, statistically speaking, almost 100% of the time. No, that's not how statistics work. Statistically speaking. Or percentages, actually. Um, No, I'm pretty sure. (laughs) Statistically speaking, I'm uh, I'm 100% correct. Minus, you know, some aberrations, wow, but I mean, you, t- you take off the aberrations, so, and then it just leaves me being right all the time. Send us an email, funemploymentradio at gmail.com. Give us a call, 503-575-9120. We need to talk about one other thing, though. Yes. And that is our fine sponsor, Sonic Sketches. Oh, snap. Sonic Sketches. If you have not gone to the sonicsketches.com website, go there now and take a look at what it is. Essentially, it's a visual representation of your favorite songs. Yes, any song that you'd like. There are songs that are already pre-made that you can order right away, or you can have any song that you'd like well, put it, into that format. It's incredible artwork. So they take the song, and they convert it into a visual wave format and create artwork out of that that you can purchase of pretty much any song you would ever want. They have some pre-made ones there on the site, sonicsketches.com, but you can pr- uh, you can specially order any song. Like I could get a Courage song made if I wanted to. You sure could. Which would be awesome, and maybe I'll do that. You should for Forest of Despair. Forest of Despair. Yeah, you can get it custom made so it turns into a visual representation. Then uh, it comes in this really incredible packaging, so it looks like a record, and you can uh, mount it on your wall. It's got a description of the song, some of the history of the song, three different panels. It's one of the coolest things ever. It's it's very cool artwork. If you know anybody who's a music lover or has a favorite band or a song, they have a birthday or an anniversary coming up. We've heard from a lot of people buying these as gifts. It's a really cool gift. Yeah. SonicSketches.com. And you use the code FUNEMPLOYMENT. And right now that code will get you uh, free priority shipping in the continental U.S. Yep. So SonicSketches.com. Very cool, and we appreciate their business. Use the code Fun Employment. And also this weekend, uh, so while you're you know perusing Sonic Sketches, you can do that this weekend. But on Sunday, mm-hmm. of course, we will be at the Landmark Saloon for our cornhole tournament sponsored by Metro PCS. Yes, where Greg and I will be hanging out all day. Yep, come say hi. Come by forty eight forty seven Southeast Division. Come we'll up be some there. Bears. We'll be there basically from. Uh, noon to six. We'll have a few things we have to do at noon, but uh, we'll be there you know, the whole time. Yeah, from noon to six at uh, Landmark Saloon, forty-eight forty-seven Southeast Division Street, and pick up your Fun Employment Radio tickets for the five-year anniversary party to see us and Courage on November fourteenth. Go to oh, FunEmploymentRadio.com. Go to our website. Click on that link right there at the top of the page and pick up your tickets now. Do it now, now. Ten dollars to go see. All right, have a great weekend, everybody. You guys are awesome. Thanks so much. We'll be back on Monday with more Fun Employment Radio. You're listening to the Fun Employment Radio Network.